and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a football Friday. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon and Ken Miller for the next couple of hours to talk sports with you. Appreciate you being with us here this morning as we come to you in this hour for the final time as of uh, next week when we... I'll get back to work. There will be seven consecutive hours of local programming where the leadoff hitters will be up from 11 to 1. As the Dan Patrick Show, you'll get all three hours of DP and the crew. Trent and I from one uh, from 11 until 1, then Murph and Andy, 1 to, one to 3. Heather and Sean take you home from 3 until 6 on the KXNO Drive, and then a variety of programming, depending on the night, uh, here uh, in the evening hours. So again, uh, starting Monday, we begin at 11 to 1. Dan Patrick will be on the airwaves with our number 3. BMW of Des Moines guest list looks like this. We'll speak with Bama Bob right out of the chute. He'll join us oh, quarter after, 20 after, somewhere in that uh, vicinity. We'll go around college football. Pretty good slate of games, although good morning, TC. Good morning. I don't know about you, but when you factor in the point spread to the college mm-hmm. and the NFL, I think this this is as diff- And there have been a lot of difficult weeks. Record would just attain <laughs> a test, rather. Yes. I can't figure. I've got one game, and I told, it what it is, it told you what it was, uh-huh. and you're on the other side. We're on the opposite sides, yeah. I have... About 45 games Holy that are on my God. list this week. I need to pare that thing down. You think? Just or or we can start your picks at 1130. <laughs> right. And just get fired through them because I got a lot this week. Huh. I played a lot of props. I've been I've been hot in the props in baseball. Well, the last two days, I think you've missed two and hit seven, yeah. eight. Eight and two. Eight and two. Over the last two days. So, yeah, we're coming in hot to the weekend. And I need to make it rolling. Our Bet Rivers contest has been a disaster for both of us. Although I'm still... In the money. You're hanging around. Yeah, at least you, on the plus side, it has been a disaster. Oof. I've tried parlays. I've tried straight bets. I've tried all kinds of different things. But here's the great thing. We still got the rest of October, mm. all in November, all the way through conference championship. We, this, is a lo- this is a marathon. That's right. And you know, you see me. I am built for a marathon. You indeed are. You're not a sprinter. Uh, but, uh, I'm neither. No. Uh, so that's, um, yeah, anyways. Well, we'll find out. We'll grade our work on Monday see how we did when we get back here to work. Uh, again, from 11 to 1. Bama Bob first. Then Chris Williams on Iowa State. Hawks are off, as we know. Uh, but Iowa State plays. They are headed to Austin at some point here today. I saw Randy Peterson uh, texting, and he's on a flight, and there's a whole bunch of Cyclone fans making their way down there for that. Uh, Chris Williams will join us on that uh, coming up here at 10 minutes before 11. Mike Palm will go to Las Vegas, catch up with the VP of operations at Circa. Mike Palm joins us at 11.05. Tom Kaker, HawkeyeReport.com. We will pick his brain on the Big Ten games. We'll also recap uh, the press conferences from um, from Tuesday when all the coordinators uh, were made available to the assembled press and then our picks about eleven forty-five before we get out of here at noon you're working tonight you have mm-hmm. valley dowling the bull 96.7 did i get it right nine darn it 96.9 the bull you can find i on need the, to write that down yes on the fm dial you can find it on the iheart radio act just search 96.9 the bull and it'll pop up there you can catch it on the computer wherever you are you'll be able to hear the play-by-play dowling catholic they were my pick coming into the season. To win it all? They were. 
the Jackson Smolik obviously being healthy this mm-hmm. season, how good he has been. Their offensive line continues to get better and better as the season goes on. And Tom Wilson in November. And that was <laughs> between Southeast Polk Ankeny and Dowling Capcut. Those three have separated themselves from everybody else in Central Iowa. And I still believe across the state. Though PV is undefeated over in the Quad Cities, I think it's those three. And they're all really close. They've all beat each other mm-hmm. in that three ways. Mm-hmm. All played each other throughout the course of the year. Ultimately, comes down to one thing. It's Tom Wilson for me, and that's why it's been picking. Could this I don't one, think it's going to change. And well, um, no, you're going to you're going to die on that hill, yes. and it's not a bad one to pick <laughs> because they've certainly uh, brought trophies home numerous times. Is it going to be a good game? Valley has played really well at times this year, including against Ankeny. They were nip and tuck. I think that game was 24 apiece into the fourth mm-hmm. quarter before Ankeny ultimately pulled away in 134-24. Yeah, th- this has a good. chance to be good. Valley's got to get some stops defensively. You know, they, I don't think they can win in a shootout here. I don't think their offense is capable to put up 28-31 to win a type of game like that. They're going to have to win this one in 23-20, something like that, mm-hmm. 2017. they got to grind this thing out. Got to get Mason going on that ground. That offensive line needs to play a lot better, which is easier said than done against the Dowling front. Yeah. But uh, I think that's the key to the game. If Valley's going to keep this thing tight, can't be in a shootout. They're going to have to win it in a slugfest tonight. Well, we shall see. Our friend Mike Hammond, I, I got my taxes finished yesterday. Great. <laughs> October the 15th, that last deadline before uh-huh. you before you uh, are committing. Well, you had about two days to spare. I was in early. That's yeah. what they said. You're early this year. What's gotten into you? You're well, turning over a new leaf. 15th was a Saturday. I know what it was. That's what it was, too. <laughs> By the way, four weeks from today, I hope to have a headache. Oh, yeah. That's my goal. That's your goal. That's the goal. Four weeks from today, I'm sitting in here at 11 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, good God, are we going to get through the next couple hours? We've had a few of those in Vegas. We have well, more so than you and my kid. Yeah. Um, but uh, you guys putting the fun meter in the red zone, the old man's going to do it. And you're going to do, do it in I hope so. 27 days. I hope so. The KXNO birthday party. Yes, indeed. And you can 21. still get those tickets online to try to win them on yeah, KXNO.com. If, if there's going to be another push where we get to give some away. I uh, talked to AD the other day. I picked up a few for some of my clients, and he said... Trent, We've gone through these fast. Hundreds of people at this event. Last week, the drive was out at Berkshire. Uh-huh. Last Friday. Yeah. yeah, they gave up, I think, over 100 tickets. Have you ever been to that place? I haven't. It looks great, though. I have. Got my Easter ham there. Oh, yeah. It's really good. It's really good. You're going to put that one on the bucket list. No, you should. It's, yeah. You absolutely should. Yeah, they gave away 100. There's going to be boatloads of people at this thing. I wonder if they show up on eBay. <laughs> People sell them. Uh, no, let's not get carried away. Right, right. I don't think it's not that big of an event, but it's it's meaningful to us here in the building. It so is. that's coming up uh, again. Uh, you can go to kexandno.com, win tickets. I'm going to try and twist his arm and see if we can give away some next week. Gotcha. All right. So uh, how far do we get on the guest list? Did we get through it. I think we did. Got through the entire guest list. So let's talk about. What we saw last night, and then I heard Ron Zamas do the update, and I was not aware of this. Your Bears are in prime time back to... I shouldn't complain. My Broncos are, too. I mean, that's not the shiniest uh-huh. outfit by any means. That game last night, A, it was the uniforms. I, I, the, the orange pumpkin uniforms? Come on. Come on. You've got, you've got cl- classic unis. They're plain, but they're just... They've been there forever, right? Why mess they're with solid. it? Yes, it's like the Montreal Canadiens or the Toronto Maple Leafs. Don't mess with that. Don't trick them up. All of a sudden, Montreal comes out in some blue yeah, monstrosity. Pr- right, exactly. No, they, they wear a red sweater. Right, red, red, white, and blue. Yes. There was a time I could say that in French, but it, um, anyways. That, that has dissipated. It has a little bit. But, but like um, my German, you're French. We both struggle anymore. <laughs> in petite is what I always say a little bit. My Deutsch is nicht so gut. There you go. Uh, neither were your bears last night. <laughs> Woo. Trent, I watched it until halftime. 
And then I went back to the Big 12 game, which was where I started, and I I hope America followed me over. <laughs> because, okay. A, the Big well, Baylor, West Virginia was entertaining as hell. Mm-hmm. Not like what was going on on Amazon. Um, it, it, the West Virginia, Baylor was just fun to watch. A lot of scoring as opposed to what was going on on Amazon. You know, as a fan, I have been, I got a lot of scar tissue. I've I've been beat down by the teams that I root for. And it's hard for me at this point. I'm not jaded, but I'm not the most optimistic fan. I think that's fair. You've been trying to sell me Justin Fields is going to be fine. I I keep doing it. He's fine with his feet. You can't can't do that anymore, Well, I can't, and I won't even try, because how do you miss the tight end in the end zone? Uh, He's all by himself. I mean, come on, right? The throw he made on the final play of the game, though, to Mooney, it was on the money. That's Uh where you have to put that football Uh He got the coverage that he yep. wanted. He did everything exactly right. Mm-hmm. And did you see Mooney said he lost it in the lights? I saw and that somebody this had morning a picture on Twitter. From the pylon, from that spot. And you can see there is a, yeah. a light bay up there because he went up. It was in his hands. Mm-hmm. And he won that football game, and, and it's different, and you're feeling positive. Yes. Fields. And you thought Fields drive. It took another step forward yes. with a game-winning drive. Exactly. But it wasn't to be. And now you, you have a 12-7 loss on the left to Washington, who Trent's awful. They're bad. They're they're, they're bad football. The, the best story of the night though was Brian Robinson. Great story. And did you see him after the game? He signed autographs in his uniform. There's like five people left at Soldier Field, and you want my autograph? Come on down. I'm not going until everybody. I, I look after everybody that wants. He hopped on with SVP afterwards. Oh, did he? And uh, just hearing him, and he said, "This is the coldest game I've ever played in my life." Wasn't that cold, Brian? You just wait. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have worse. a lot colder ones going forward to your career, but that one really cracked me up. Talented guy. Uh-huh. I was all over him in fantasy drafts coming Were you? into the year, and then he gets shot. Yeah, that's wow. That's how uh, things have gone for me in fantasy football so far this year. Well, but, it's worse for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take that as opposed to what he had to go through. Right. But coming back, getting that touchdown, he's talented, too. Mm-hmm. He's a good mm-hmm. player. Yep. Washington at least has something there. And how about the Carson Wentz numbers on primetime games? Trent, it's not him. It's a fluke. This, this is an anomaly. Look at what he did last this night. This is a statistical the, anomaly. Right. The, the, the Washington Commanders did not win the football game based on the play of their quarterback last yeah. night. I mean, come on. And how he is 7-0. This is a bad, this is a bad football player. Mm-hmm. Um, thought he was going to be good. Coming out of North Dakota State, thought, you know what? You guys got something here. Good job, Philadelphia. Took too many hits? I wonder, right? Yeah. I wonder uh, if, if that was part of it. And uh, Anyways... Yeah, not good for the Bears, but good entertainment last night on, uh, who had the game? Uh, FS1, right? I think it was FS1 yes, that had the it game. it was, which is so difficult flipping back and forth between that name and Amazon. That is still the big... It's the bugaboo, isn't the it? The big hiccup mm-hmm. back and forth because I was into it just like you, and I ended up just watching on my phone as I had the Bears game on the TV, and I was watching the uh, on the phone the West Virginia yeah. game. How about that block kick for two? Oh, my God. That kid had a hell of a game. He yes. made plays all night long. And again, I... Um, I, I saw the entire second half. I saw the first half until the Bears uh, started. I want to be over there for because I really like the crew. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like the Amazon crew that they've assembled over there, um, and Herb Street and Michaels. And <laughs> did you see the picture of Al Michaels on Twitter? No. The last time he called the touchdown was a picture of him like he's in his twenties, <laughs> uh, which, oh, which is pretty good. All right, Bama Bob Trent and I are going to talk college football. We've got a handful of game of games to opine on. What a slate! It's so good. Why can't I find something that I like? Nothing is jumping out. Maybe that's. A I good might thing. just take a coin. Oh, really? I might just take a coin. No handicapping. No nope. flipping a coin. Just flip a coin. Take the best games and just flip a coin. And flip a coin because right. I just I have no opinion. 
Anyways, we'll take a time out. We'll come back. Bama Bob will be here. Chris Williams on Texas, Iowa State, coming up at 10.50. Miller and Condon here until noon. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. A brewing company. Wish that I was on old Rocky Top down in the Tennessee hills. Ain't no smoggy smoke on Rocky Top. Ain't no telephone bills. Once I had a girl on Rocky Top, half bear, the other half cat. No, that stereotype that they're all hilly, hillbilly. Uh-huh. It just doesn't fit. No, that's so unfair. Oh, I love it. How, I can't wait to hear this thing a thousand See, I times like on Saturday. I, I do, do too. At the game. I love it. I'm glad there's no lyrics in right. Neyland Stadium. Woo! <laughs> oh, my God. So good. When was that song When was that song put out? Any idea? 1958. I mean, that sounds like it's 50s, yeah. for sure. No, don't say he's saying 58 a long time ago. That's my birth year now. Hello, Bama. He loves it. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay, we're going full-on ACC today. I'm sorry. Simon's going to pull that. We're talking about nothing but the ACC. Let's start with Syracuse, North Carolina. I didn't put that on the list. Maybe not I should have. It's bad. not a bad you know, you talk about a sneaky game, kid. Yeah. Is that your sneaky one? Yeah, it's a good one. Not now. No, right. Spoiled it. Can we start with Alabama-Tennessee? Yeah. Let's do it. I, I'm so excited about this game. I ultimately. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to be on Bama. I know I am because we've What's seen this What's the number? Spot. Seven and a half? It's bounced. It's been yeah. six and a half for a while. Oh, it got below a touchdown. It did at one point. I don't know if it did at Circa, but I saw one spot, and they said it got gobbled up right away. Yeah. It, was, it was people just waiting to jump on that late with Bama. Bama, I'm going to have a Bama ticket. I know I am, but the environment, I've told you before, I've been to this game, the hatred. Uh-huh. If you haven't seen the yeah. YouTube video of this Alabama student about, I think it was about 15 years ago, him just talking yep. about how much he hates how Tennessee and the, the pumpkin orange, and it's just it's that yep. puke orange. and It is one of the yeah, funniest things. <laughs> this game, this rivalry, we miss it up here. How important it uh-huh. is, Bana. So, Bana, fill us in. Why? Why is this such a big rivalry game? Even even fifteen years of domination from the Crimson Tide. Yeah, this goes all the way back to you know. I mean, it's a border war for one thing, obviously, and it, it just goes back to Bear Bryant, General Nealon, uh, mm. Johnny Majors. I mean, just you know, all the way back. This is the first time they played in thirty-three years where both teams are undefeated, and they play it at the same time every year. It's always in the third Saturday of October, so it's always you know seventh, eighth game, whatever the season. And so it's the first time in thirty-three years that both teams are undefeated. It's the first time in sixty-seven years that both teams are undefeated in Knoxville. It's just I can't begin to tell you. (laughs) <laughs> the the level of craziness. And we always always associate crazy with LSU, as we should, down in Baton Rouge. But I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be – it's going to be off the charts. Just watch game day tomorrow. The, the fans in Tennessee are so jacked about this. They've got a team. They know it. Alabama might be – even with Bryce Young, this is not a dominant Alabama team that has come no. to Neyland Stadium in the nope. – as it has in the past. 15 straight years of losing to your rival. When you think you're a national program, think of all the coaching changes they've gone through, all the upheaval they've gone through, well, you know, Phil Fulmer and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they've got a team, they've got a quarterback, and they've got maybe a weakened opponent if Young doesn't play. And, and I think there's a I, – I'm, I just don't know. I don't have a read on that right now. Uh, apparently he's throwing in practice, but we don't know how much, how far, how effective – 
if he doesn't play and play well, I don't think Alabama has much of a chance off of what I saw last week because everybody likes to say, well, it's Alabama. They're used to big games, but this team isn't used to big games. And they're, I don't care how many big games you play in. You will, you've never seen an environment like you're going to see in Knoxville <laughs> tomorrow. I just, I'm excited. I just can't tell you. I mean, I'm nervous about the game as a fan, but I am so excited as a college football fan to, to, for this game to be on display tomorrow because it is going to be crazy. So it's help not me out. It's going to be 9-6. No, no, no. no. <laughs> We're going to get some scores. So help me out with this. I mean, the, the game day's guest picker, did you see who it is? It's Peyton, I have not. It's Peyton Manning. Wow. Right? Of course it is. But. Right. Tennessee fans are pissed off about this because apparently there's a curse. I don't know what it is. Is it when he shows up at games? I don't know. Do you... I, I, I don't know. Maybe he's been their guest picker before and they've lost. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen that. But I mean, who else would you bring out? Precisely. If you were. I mean, it's the biggest. You know, in, in our generation, at least, the biggest, most famous Tennessee alum there is. Yeah. Well, you know, you know the other name that I heard was that was, was uh, thrown around, Dolly Parton. Yeah, I saw that too. Oh God. Yeah. Oh please. I mean, look, I'm with you. Let's make it about football, shall we? Yeah, I'm with you. You know, let, let a wonderful lady. Top, like you just played. I mean, yeah, she. I love Dolly Parton. She's a great lady. She's a great songwriter. Go Philanthropic. We'll see how good she is. Yes. Philanthropic, Dollywood, all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, let's just leave it to football, shall we? Yeah, Peyton and, uh, Manning's the right I mean, guy. He's the right guy. They got it right. But, man, golly, man, I just can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to this game. Same. I'm too. So let's let's move on. Bama, give me 30 seconds. Uh, I know it's tough. <laughs> Iowa, State, yeah. Tech, Iowa State, Texas, a big number, 16 and a half. Different team with yours. You saw him against Alabama. If it would have should have, he doesn't get knocked out of that game. Maybe Alabama's yeah. got a loss. Um, your Absolutely. thoughts, Iowa State, Texas tomorrow. Yeah, it is a really tough spot for Iowa State, and I feel for him. I mean, we knew this was going to be a transition year personnel-wise. We thought maybe Matt Campbell could work some magic, but it just it hasn't run out. I, look, I mean, their defense has been good. They've given up 24 points in their last two losses, 14-11, you know, yep. 10-9 to the two Kansas schools. Um, you know, Their season's gone in terms of the Big 12, and I just think they're – I think Texas is playing really well. I know they just they're coming off – Whatever's wrong with Oklahoma, you know, the, the blowout, uh, really two solid wins over West Virginia, who, you know, did last night. That was a fun game. It was awesome. In Morgantown. Yep. And then, you know, the, the Red River shootout last week just wasn't much of a shootout. That was just one team with bullets. And then, so now you've got, you know, they, they lost to Texas Tech, but I just think it's a tough spot for Iowa State. And you're right, with, with Ewers back, he's a difference maker. I mean, he makes them legit. And Bijan Robinson, I just, Iowa State's defense has been really good, but man, if you can't score more than you know fourteen, seventeen points, you're just not going to win. I don't know about the number. I would, I'd probably lay the points. I just, I hope not. I hope I'm wrong, but Iowa State's just struggling, and I think Texas is pretty fired up, even though they've got two losses. I think they see that team trending in the right direction. Indeed, they, they Iowa State's defense did a nice job on Deuce Hogan, uh, so maybe they can yep. you know pull a similar feet with Robinson. Let's yep. get to the Big they're Ten. Need some help with Decker. So he's he's got to play better. He's yeah, no, I know. I, I try and stretch the field. I mean, and you got a yep. burner and Stanley, the Colorado transfer. Love to see. Right. Let's let's go to the Big Ten. Trent, Minnesota, Illinois. I think this for me might be my favorite Big Ten game. 
I mean, it's it's Big Ten West, right? Yeah. Uh, and the fact Good that luck to you. I know is Tommy DeVito going to play? I mean, that's the only way you can handicap this game. That's a fair point because uh, what's Sikowski's the Sikowski's, Yeah, he's just brutal. He's an awful mm-hmm. quarterback, and he has been for the five years that he's been on well, different Rutgers campuses. before yes. that. Yeah, right. He's bad there. He's been bad at yeah. Illinois. Yet he has a win against Iowa. That aside. Uh, yeah, until we see that. I, I love the under in this game. I think we're... What is it? you remember? 39 and a half. Wow. Uh, we're setting up for... If Sikoski is the quarterback, you know, 17-3. If we do see DeVito, 16-13. I, I just think it's that quint kind of game here. Uh, Batman, you see a close game? I think it's a very close game. Um, I, I think... I haven't seen... Is Ibrahim going to play? I assume he is. I hope so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, listen, he set out Purdue... Uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, which I think really hurt them. It did. Um, I agree. I like Tanner Morgan. I mean, he's been a little loose with the ball. It's been great. I mean, you look at the numbers: seven TDs, four picks. They can't turn it over. I mean, this is just this is a this is going to be a. I think a little. I think Trent's right. Maybe an old school Big Ten, you know, showdown between two teams we don't normally associate with old school Big Ten showdowns. <laughs> this is an important game for Illinois guys. They grab this one. They've got wins over Wisconsin. Iowa and Minnesota mm-hmm. in the division, and I mean it just sets them up, you know, it, you know, just looking really good. But you're right until you know where the Devito plays. There's no way you can bet it, no way you can handicap it. But if he if he does, I think he gives them a a fighting chance. But I just hope again, I hope we see what we saw in Kansas. I hope we see that in Champaign tomorrow. This is a really big game. This is a good team. They des- they deserve the. Um, they deserve the accolades that they're getting, the attention mm-hmm. that they're getting. And uh, it's a shame this game is kind of opposite uh, Penn State-Michigan, you know, because that's where most of the eyeballs will be. But I think this one's going to be a really fun game. I'm with you. Uh, Tanner Morgan, not the same player, obviously, mm-hmm. since Altman Bell went out. I mean, that's his guy, right? Uh, let's go to yeah. Penn State-Michigan, uh, Bama. Uh, no, Trent first. I like Michigan here. I don't have a Do strong you love conviction. Michigan? No, I, yeah, I don't either. It's kind of a lean more than yeah. anything here. I just need to see more out of Penn State. You know, the Auburn win, we know. That's bad football. Yeah, it, it was a great environment, but still. And the boy, Penn State fans traveled down there for mm-hmm. that football game. I just need to see more Michigan. They haven't been great the last couple of weeks against Iowa and Indiana, but they've been okay. And I still wonder, how is Penn State going to be able to move the football against this Michigan team? That is my concern. Mm-hmm. So I lean Michigan, but not a strong conviction. How about you, Bama? Same. I mean, look, I, I just I think it's going to come down to Corum. If he can run, then I think they're going to have a he's so you know, a tough time. Yeah, he is really good. And but that's Penn State strength. You know, stop the run. You know, you, usually you can plug it up. But McCarthy's been really good. I don't know about Clifford. I mean, this is Sean Clifford's biggest game. You know, they're coming off a bye week. It's kind of a sloppy win against Northwestern. I mean, the last time I was at home, obviously their toughest win. I don't know about the points. I could see this, you know, 24-20, something like that. But Michigan's kind of, you know, messed around a little bit. The Maryland game, you know, that that, mm-hmm. that game was in play for yep. a long time. And if not for a couple of special teams blunders that handed them points, who knows where we are. They kind of messed around the first half against Indiana. But, look, that said, in the big it's just really hard to pick against Michigan at home. And Penn State, until they just go win a big game on the road – and by big, I mean against a top five opponent like you know Ohio State or Michigan on the road. I, I find it hard to, I find it hard to pick them. I, I they were good against Purdue opening week. That was a nice win, you know, against in kind of a raucous crowd, but nothing like they're going to see tomorrow. Nothing like the talent that they're going to see. Both these run defenses are really, really good. So I think it's going to be another game of you know who can kind of establish the run and who can get after and affect the quarterback. And I just think. 
I think Michigan's defense might be just a little bit better just because of all the stuff that Penn State lost. So I'm leaning Michigan. I don't know about the points. I might grab the points because I could see this as a – Harbaugh's not going to just want to open this game up, I don't think. But um, that's just generally not his M.O., even though he's at home. But fun game. We're finally getting some East action. I guess. Yeah. You know, all it's kind of been in the West, and now we're kind of getting the – The heavy heads colliding. Yeah, with Michigan State so far down this year, this is kind of the – you know, there's a big three, and now they're starting to kind of play each mm-hmm. other. Uh, so it, that's, it's good to get some Big Ten East action finally. I might put Maryland at the front of that second tier in the East, mm-hmm. you know, other yeah, than the Big Three. Absolutely. They're having a good year. Trenton, you know, I'm going to watch a lot of this football game. You're nuts. No, I know. Of, of all the weeks, of all the great weeks in college Nebraska's football, going to get blown out. We struggle to get through all the games, <laughs> and you put Nebraska-Purdue on our list. I refuse I... to talk about it. <laughs> I think, <laughs> Bama, I think Nebraska's going to get smoked tomorrow. I, I do. I do, too. I do too. Look, their secondary <laughs> refuse to talk about it. <laughs> Fine. Well, um, I, I, I agree with you, Ken. I, I like O'Connell, and I think he and Jones are just going to have. I mean, Jones might have 180 yards receiving tomorrow. I just I, look, Nebraska's been a really nice story. Two really nice bounce back wins after just getting you know the game that Frost got fired against Georgia Southern, and then the the blowout against uh, Oklahoma. But you know. Bounce back against Indiana and then the road win at Rutgers, but which I they were lucky. Were, I thought they were lucky, but you know, fine. It, mm-hmm. At this point, they could use some luck. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That number's thirteen and a half, and I think Purdue's going to score in the high thirties or forties yeah. tomorrow. I just think it, I think it's a one way game. I hope you know they're my guilty pleasure, so I kind of hope it is a little bit. Yeah. I, I'll be watching this one a little bit because it's a night game, and I know you. There's some other games on opposite, but I'll have an eye on it. But uh, I'm with you. I'm 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 all over the boilmakers on this one. I just think that O'Connell is just he's just too good, and I don't think Nebraska's got anything to counter that. Oklahoma State TCU Trent. I know you're picking the game. You know I'm picking the game. We're on opposite sides. You want to opine? Yeah, uh, this I don't think made my cut of my final five for okay. our picks at the yeah. end, but I'm on TCU. I, I got a ticket right away on this one. Two. What things. did you get him at? Three and a half. And what's it at? No, it's about the same, right? Yeah, it's yeah. four most places yeah. here today. Oklahoma State last week was on the field over a hundred plays. What is the one thing Oklahoma State is struggling most defensively right now, and that defense is struggling without Jim Knowles' explosive plays? Against TCU, Mm -hmm. that's a scary proposition. I'm going to lay it with the Horned Frogs. Mm. Bama, uh, Trent and I disagree. What side do you want? Oh, man. It's hard not to like TCU right now. I mean, listen, there's a hot team, and maybe we're putting a little too much on that Oklahoma win. You know, they kind of... That's where they kind of started grabbing our Interesting, yeah. Yep. You know, and then now how bad is Oklahoma? And like they go on the road, and, and Kansas could have beat them last week with a backup quarterback. So I think that this is the best quarterback they're going to face by far all season. I know they're explosive, and I know Oklahoma's defense. I think more than anything, I mean, 68.5 is a pretty big number for a total. I'd probably lean the over. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think both these teams, like you mentioned, Oklahoma State, has given up some points and some yards, and TCU likes to move it up and down. But I just think Spencer Sanders is the best quarterback in the Big Twelve, and he's going to have a chance to prove it on the road tomorrow. So I don't, I don't really have a. I think here's what I think. I think we're going to see these two teams in the Big Twelve championship game. Mm. I mean, I, I don't. I just think both. I know there's other teams that have a shot, and there's you know mathematically and everything. You got Kansas State up there at three and zero, and you know Kansas and Texas are, are still in the mix. But I just think these are the two best teams. I think they're going to show it tomorrow. Hard for me to pick a side, but if you force me to, I would pick TCU 
And I'd probably go with the over instead of just the uh, the spread because listen, another going to going to be another fun environment. I mean, it's just a lot. It's a great it's a great weekend way to games yeah, tomorrow. I mean, the best teams and. And each division conference are really kind of playing each other head to head tomorrow. And I'm glad there isn't one tonight that's a must watch because there's so much going on. Um, so yeah, yeah, catch a little bit because Valley Dowling tonight, Bama here. You know what that was like oh, when you're nice. time from uh, living Love here. Um, yeah, let's go to well, let's uh, Mississippi State and Kentucky. Let's go. It's the SEC Network. I'm spent a lot of time here on Saturday night on this one, if, especially if Nebraska's Purdue gets out of hand, as I think it will. Trent, Mississippi State, Kentucky. Will Levis, he's he's going to go. The other big uh, question, though, is Robinson there, a big play wide receiver on the outside. Mississippi State, though, this is the kind of team that they struggle against, the physicality of the Kentucky defense here. I know we love Will Rogers. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have a strong arm, but he just makes plays all over the field. Mississippi State's run it a little bit, too, but this is the kind of defense that gives them problems. Leach got a nice team. I think I'm going to have a Kentucky ticket as well, plus the points. And they might be part of my Moneyline Round Robin parlay for the weekend as well. Ah, okay. What about you, Bama? My cats get her done? Ah, man, I don't know, Ken. I mean, look. Mississippi State's played really well the last two weeks, but it's been at home, okay, against Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, you know, the yeah, against Texas A&M and Arkansas, okay? And I don't know what's happened to Arkansas. God love them. And Sam Pittman, we're all big fans. Yep. Kentucky, two straight losses. And the one last week, I understand Levis, you know, didn't play, but you got to find a way to beat South Carolina at home. But um, the division might be out of reach for them, but I just like what Mississippi State is doing. Um, I don't know about the four points. Uh, I can see this as a field goal game. I might take the four, but I just think it's a tough spot for for uh, Kentucky. And Mississippi State's defense is really good. They're underrated. And, look, nobody's going to pay attention. They beat LSU already, but LSU wasn't you know that good. I'm sorry, they lost to LSU down in Baton Rouge. Yeah, so they were in front and they came back. Yep, yep. Yeah, their last road game. But they've righted the ship since then. I, nobody's going to pay attention to them until they play Alabama, I mean, which I think is uh, next week, actually, in Tuscaloosa. So, Nice stretch for the tide here, but we um I like Mississippi State in this game. I like what Leach is doing. How is is Levis a hundred percent his ankle? No. Um, you know, and, and so listen, the game that really cost them, you could talk about last week, was the old miss game. That's yep. the game they should have won. They had a chance to win. They 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 coughed it up. Made us coughed it up and you know, trying to go quick and yep. something they're not built to do and touchdown you know, comes off outsmarting. the board, then they get a turnover. Yep. Coach is outsmarting themselves as they tend to do sometimes. And I love Mark Stoops and I think what he's done there is great. But I think Kentucky's in a little bit of trouble tomorrow night. I I, I just I like Mississippi State, I like Rogers and until somebody can slow them down, uh you're gonna have to uh you know I'm gonna have to see it before I can, you know, really bet against them. They're gonna run into a, a tough one next week, but I I think your cats are in a little bit of trouble tomorrow night. Although I think this is a close game. I think it's close back and forth. I think it's within a field goal. Trent, let's get to your ACC. Yes. This is a good game, though. It uh, is. Clemson and Florida State. A lot of Florida State love out there this week. Are you a part of that group? I absolutely am. This will also be part of my money line Parlay for the weekend. Florida State comes limping in. Two straight losses. Jordan Travis was brutal last week against NC State. I think he bounces back. I think he'll be the best quarterback on the field. Florida State outright in this one. Oh, okay. Uh, who's got, is that the big ABC game? It is, yes. Wow, primetime ABC. That's Herb Street, yeah. That's where Herb here goes from that snoozer in Chicago last <laughs> night. Uh, 
to game day in Knoxville to uh, to Tallahassee. So what's his so Wednesday he goes to the see, uh, the site of the Thursday game, mm-hmm. does the Thursday right. game, gets up, travels Friday to the to game day set. So he'll be right. in Knoxville. Then after mm-hmm. the, gets off the air, gets on a, uh, a net jet and flies um, to, um, yeah. to down to, to Florida. Right? Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Tough life. Indeed. About ten million to do it. Too. Good for him. In all get, private planes. In all private. He's planes. not going yeah. commercial. No, you're not getting in line. No. Going to go through TSA. Not going to Tallahassee direct. Probably, <laughs> probably not. Uh, your thoughts uh, on this game, Bama? I disagree with Trent on this one. I think Clemson's just going to come in and punch him. I mean, I, I think they're getting better. Uh, listen, uh, Ward, the running back for Florida State. Uh, you know, Trayshawn Ward. He was in a sling at the end of the game last week. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to play or not. I love Will Shipley, man. This guy is he isn't he something? Oh my God, just yeah. just a football player, yeah. man. And you know, he's not the most talented guy, not the biggest, not the fastest. But oh my, God. would you want anybody else? You know, on the goal line, no. You know, first and goal with the mm-hmm. two or three. I mean, he'll, and he's fast he, too. He's fast. He'll give up his body. I just love the guy. Listen, DJ's going to have to play a little better. It's going to be a little Florida State. I know they got the two losses in a row against Wake Forest and uh, you know at NC State, but I just think that I don't know. I think Clemson is just starting to be Clemson, and they're, they're not a great team. Okay, they don't have Lawrence or Watson, and that's kind of what we're used to with Clemson. But Dabo's kind of he's kind of switched now. He understands what he's got, and he's a championship coach, and he he'll prepare him for this environment, which I think will be a little crazy tomorrow night, but. I just think their defense, their defense only giving up 62 yards on the ground per game. And I, I know that, you know, Travis is a good quarterback and I get it, but I just think Clemson comes in and, and, you know, just says, listen, we're still the man in the ACC and you're going to have to knock us out. I think it's a, I think it's a close game. I think it's very, very physical because Florida State's going to want to prove their, Clemson's the bully. Florida State's going to want to try to, you know, prove their manhood, if you will, for lack of a better term. And I think Clemson's just going to stand up to it and take it, and they're going to get out of Tallahassee with a close, hard-fought win. USC-Utah, Trent, before we get to our sneaky good game, this also Fox primetime on Saturday night. A lot of people think Utah. I've given up on Utah. Utah, the Utes and I are divorced. I'm I'm with them. We are trying to reconcile right now, and we're going to have another ticket this weekend on the Utes. Just give the ball to Tavion Thomas. He is a dump truck coming through there. 6'2", 245 pounds. He is just a monster. Is he that big? I didn't realize that. big, big dude. We talk about Cam Rising a lot. The UFC, USC turnover luck, it has to end at some point, right? Mm, you'd think. I think it ends this week. Give me the Utes. And if, and if it does end this week, then I think you're on the right side. If it doesn't, then uh, the USC gets it done again. Bama? Yeah, three-and-a-half point favorite for Utah. Uh-huh. What am I missing? Uh-huh. I mean, you know, USC's ranked number seven undefeated, and I understand the turnover, and at some point you got, you've got to learn how to win a game when you do turn the ball over, and they haven't done it yet. So, um, yeah, at some point it's going to happen, and how are they going to respond? But I'm kind of with you on Utah. I mean, you know, they lost, I thought they were going to go into Gainesville and win, and they did it. And then last week, yeah. uh, you know, UCLA, I think, is a lot better than we thought. Mm-hmm. But still give me Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley, 14 touchdowns, one pick. I understand Thomas is, like, you just, you know, perfect. He's just a bulldozer. He's a sledgehammer kind of running back. And that could be what they try to do. That's kind of Kyle Whittingham. I mean, listen, he's an old-school guy, loves to run the football, and you know, bleed the clock and, you know, limit the possessions for USC. And if he can do that and, uh, and get a turnover too, then yeah, Utah's got a shot. But, uh, and listen, they're favored. So I guess, it, you know, I'm, again, I'm missing something, but 
I'm grabbing those three and a half points, man, because I, I've been on USC all year. I just think Riley and Williams are are the combination and you know in that conference until somebody proves him otherwise. And Utah's got a chance to do it tomorrow night, but until until I see it, I'm not betting against USC. Sneaky good game, Trent Condon. I don't know if it's sneaky good, but it's sneaky intriguing. Kansas and Oklahoma, the point spread just has me. Yeah, Oklahoma's favored. They're favored by 90. I, I don't get it. I, I don't either, and because of that, maybe not sneaky good, sneaky intriguing for me this weekend. Yeah, I, I, I saw that point spread. I thought, this got to be a misprint. A, it's either too many, or B, Kansas should be given nine. Um, sneaky good game, Bama. Well, you you touched on it, NC State at Syracuse, which I think is going to be – got a chance to be a good game, two top-20 teams. But I'm going to go uh, – you know, Prince said sneaky intriguing. I'm going to go sneaky weird. And that's Arkansas. Ah, oh, you're killing me. You. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand this game yeah, in the middle. I don't of the either. You're smack in the middle of the season, and you're an SEC team going to go to Provo, Utah. Yeah. But, uh, listen, <laughs> they've, they've fallen on hard times a little bit. But I, I like this game. I like – you know, the the interaction is basically an SEC Big 12 game. You want to look at it that way in a couple of years. but uh, And it's a true road game. I don't think it's in, you know, it's in Provo. It's not in Las Vegas or anything like that. But it's just it's just an odd game and an odd scheduling point in the season. But, you know, it's intriguing. I won't see a play of it because it's on at 2.30 and there's another game on I'm interested in at that time. But uh, same with NC State-Syracuse. But I find that one just oddly weird. Washington State, Oregon State for me since Bama grabbed mine. I'm playing them off. <laughs> Indeed. Bama, we'll uh, t- yeah. now new time for you, Bama, on Monday. We'll talk to you at 12.05. We'll recap at 12.05 with you on Monday. Enjoy the yeah, weekend, I can't brother. Wait to hear what song we're playing Monday, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. Good to talk to you, Bama. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you. Bama Bob, Trent and I going around college football. We'll take a time out. Chris Williams will join us. Texas, Iowa State conversation next. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Net. I was feeling the blues. I was a lot of country today. A lot of country today. Watch your A game, TC. Miller and Condon, welcome back. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Let's get Chris Williams in here. Iowa State. Texas tomorrow getting 16 and a half if you're backing the clones. Hello, Chris Williams, Iowa everywhere, Cyclone fanatic. How are you? Just never been better than this very moment talking to you, gentlemen. Now we're glad to have you. Boy, wasn't the, the um, West Virginia Baylor saved the night football wise last night? Wasn't oh, that man. entertaining? I wish those two teams played all the time. It was great. But, you know, yep. it's a bit of an acquired taste for, um, for you defense lovers out there, but yeah, it's a. It was a really fun game, and there was a lot of good storylines, and that kind of proved the, what I thought for a while. I just, I don't think there's a lot of difference between the top and the bottom nope. in in the Big Twelve. I think last night showed it. I'm with you, and I'm on. I saw you tweet it at some point. And I couldn't agree with you more. I love the shape and kid. He's going to be a problem uh, for as long as he's at Baylor because he just gets better and better every time I watch him play. Yeah, no, I think he's he's legit, and he. Um, you know, there's a reason why they won the Big 12 championship last year, and he beat out the guy who basically led them to that. I know Shapen played in the Big mm-hmm. 12, the Big 12 championship game, but he is—he's um, legit, and he—he's probably one of those guys too. Who he's from Louisiana. It'll be interesting to see. Like, does he get offers made in the off season, stuff like that? I think that'll be something I'll keep an eye on. 
Can this Iowa State offense be fixed? Six games into the season, how much of a turnaround can we expect? What's a realistic goal the rest of the season out of the clones when they have the football? I mean, fixed is, uh, first of all, so what's lacking, I I mean, they don't have a guy like a Brees Hall who's just going out and making man plays right now. It's been unfortunate because Xavier Hutchinson's been so good. Mm-hmm. He's kept them afloat, but he's he hasn't executed really key spots. If he catches a couple passes, Iowa State's 5-1, right? Mm-hmm. Even despite not being able to run the ball. My my thing, guys, like, let's just talk this week, and then you get to a bye, and then maybe you can make some changes. What What can realistically be done this week? And to me... Deckers has to be able to tuck the football and run when, when it's there. These teams are dropping seven. You know, the four is putting pressure on Iowa State. Iowa State's mm-hmm. not being able to run the football against cover four. Deckers has to see the field better, which I, I don't really, I mean, I don't really blame. They're running under two yards per carry in the Big 12. That's hard for a quarterback mm-hmm. who doesn't have a ton of experience, right? So how do you loosen that up? especially if Jairo Brock's not going to be out there. If it's there, Hunter has to be able to tuck the football away and run. I thought that would be a much larger part of the offense than it has been this year. I think that that's like the quickest fix. They've got to be more mobile at the quarterback position. Maybe that happens this weekend. If not, um, again, I I think you get to the bye week and you see maybe, okay, maybe we're going to take a tight end out. We're going to go four wide. We're just going to start chucking it down the field. Does that impact your defense? You know, there's a lot to think about. But uh, to me, the quarterback run game is the one thing that I think can be an immediate fix. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the run game, Iowa State uh, did a terrific uh, job against uh, uh, Deuce Vaughn when they played a couple of weeks ago. And I know he got hurt at one point in the game, but until then he really hadn't done anything. Well, here comes you know, the preseason uh, offensive player of the year, or certainly in the conversation, running back. He was everybody's pick. Um, can they do to him what, the, what they were able to do to Deuce Vaughn a couple of weeks ago? The last one. I, I would, yeah, I would say probably no. And the reason being is because Kansas State, you really didn't have to respect their passing game, mm, yeah. right? Yep. You knew that if you you know shut down Vaughn, and if you if you you were willing to let Adrian Martinez try and beat you through the air, this is a totally different monster with Quinn Ewers. Mm-hmm. I think Quinn Ewers in Texas when they're together, I think if if he doesn't get hurt. I think they're undefeated and ranked in the top three in the country mm-hmm. right now. That's how much respect I have for this Texas offense, and specifically yours, the difference between him and, and Hudson Card. I don't think they lose to Texas Tech, and I think that they were well on the way to beating Nick Saban in Alabama. They were. I agree. Yeah, so and, and think what they'd be. I mean, if you have a win against Bama Ugh. and you're 6-0, and you're in the top three for sure. Georgia's probably number one. You're probably number two. Yeah. So I, I think it's that type of a challenge for Iowa State tomorrow. I think you really – this will be frustrating, but you almost have to go Kirk Ferentz in Iowa and just take the air out of the football, mm-hmm. limit possessions, try and make this you know, a game where you're in it in the fourth quarter. But like for me, get out of there. Don't get killed. Don't have a ton of in- injuries. Get to the bye because there's a lot of games Iowa State can win in the second half, but I don't think tomorrow is one. It was also this week, Iowa State Men's Basketball Media Day, a takeaway or two as we get ready for the hardwood. Uh, just get ready for a lot of games in the 40s and 50s, boys. Okay. As long I'm as you're winning them. I'm in. I loved it last year. <laughs> it's 
think that that's what you're going to have to yep. do. Like they, they, they just, they don't have, yeah, they don't have a ton of guys. Who, the, you know, here's the deal. Like they're way better on the front line, which is great. Um, which, which when you're playing in the forties and fifties, I'd rather have those front line guys, but mm-hmm. you don't really have a Brockington, right? Like right. there's not really a guy, maybe Cal sure. We've seen him do some things, but you know, not consistently, you don't have a guy to just take it. And you, you got two freshmen at point guard. Um, it's going to be a TJ doesn't like the word ugly when you're winning, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it, it will be. I mean, it's just. Get, get, did you see that Big Twelve poll that came out? Uh, I mean, yeah. that league is loaded, loaded this year. Like, really? Where was Iowa State pick? My... Seven, six, seven, five, eight. six, eight. eight. Wow. Huh. Eight, and they were almost ninth. Jeez. And I honestly, like, I didn't vote this year. I probably would have put them ninth because I think West Virginia. I mean, they got better transfers, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, I just think that that's going to be an absolute meat grinder, like you would expect. And Iowa State's best chance to win is to play that style and lean in on your toughness and defense. And hey, hey, if you go and watch a practice and you see these dudes, they're tough and they're mean and they are grown men, but. Hmm. They are not uh, what I would call the most skilled offensive team that I've ever seen. Maybe Caleb Grill heats up. <laughs> I'm just, he, he could he could be the guy, Chris. He could not yeah, in Hilton. I mean, not in Hilton. No, that's true. But it has to. Be. Yeah, he's a, he's a road guy. He's, yeah, he's the road road assassin. Yeah. for Iowa State. But hey, we've the got kid from um, the kid uh, Holmes though. He can he can put it in the basket. So he he'll be he's like who could be Brockington? I would say that Holmes kid. From um, hell, not VCU. That's where the uh, from St. Bonaventure. He he could potentially be that guy. Uh, who's your locks of the week this week? I know Circus sponsors them. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So I like all these Big Ten underdogs and the unders. Just feel like I mean, doesn't like Penn State and the under don't play together this week? Don't Illinois and the under play together this week? Trent loves I that one. Put a, yeah, I put the Iowa State-Texas under on there because I think that Iowa State is going to try and just sit on the football. It would make a ton of sense for me if they would do that. But I, I just feel like all of these games are kind of – I just 